Hey guys, welcome back to Jay Smith Down, a football podcast. I'm your host, Jay and Gay, and today we got Nick Winkler on with Locked On 49ers. Always a pleasure to have him on the podcast and talking some football with us. We're going to talk about San Francisco and some other things, but Nick, thanks for joining us today on the podcast. Yeah, my pleasure, Jay. All right, so uh, as we mentioned before, uh, busy week four in the NFL this past weekend and a lot of uh, good games and a lot of close contests. And then you had some blowouts as well. That's what we have with the 49ers and the, uh, the Rams uh, yesterday, uh, last night. Uh, Nick, I mean, the 49ers just absolutely throttled them. 24-9, I mean, L.A. couldn't do anything, you know, really through the air or the ground. The defense had seven sacks, sacks for San Francisco. Just talk about, you know, the keys that you took away from the game and, and what made that win so uh, impressive for San Francisco? Yeah, I mean, Jay, you mentioned the defense, right? This is easily the best defense in the NFL. If you take out, you know, a pick six or a block kick return for a touchdown and a safety, they're averaging nine and a half points a game allowed. Like, that's going to win you a lot of football games. Nick Bosa currently leading the NFL with six sacks. This is a team that you they can just get after it on defense. Drake Greenlaw had 12, you know, solo tackles last night. Yeah, Traverius Ward and Emmanuel Mosley just they, they they did the bend don't break thing right where they let Cooper Cup get all those catches but he didn't really do anything with them you know it's like yeah you've got about eight yards but now you've got third and short you know and then you know now we're going to stop you which is what the defense did repeatedly Matt Stafford he tried to throw three to four interceptions last night you know it he, he, he was just a bad football game for him and I think that has a lot to do with this defense because they are. Legit, the offense, they, get, they do just enough, right? I mean, Debo Samuel, he is just a magician when you get that ball in his hands. Tough to bring down, make you miss, make you run through you, you know, run by you. He's got so much speed. And Jeff Wilson showing a little bit of speed there out of the backfield, too. I think my favorite stat of the game, Jake, yeah. is, is a, a small one, right? It's that Debo Samuel only had two carries in the backfield because you don't want him running the ball up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, and like you mentioned, Debo Samuel, six receptions, 115 yards, one touchdown. That touchdown was a 57-yarder where he broke like three or four tackles, including one of all-pro corner Jalen Ramsey, shall we mention, um, who's had a bit of a rough year, uh, you know, but still, you know, amazing player. But, uh, but yeah, Debo just, he wanted more. You know, he took it to the house, and he just had a great game overall. Jimmy Garoppolo, man, let's talk about him. I mean, you know, just – he stood back there in that pocket. Was still, you know, even without Von Miller, a really good Rams pass rush. But they didn't really get home. You know, they didn't really affect the game. You know, and Garoppolo stood in there, made those passes. Ended up being uh, 16-27 for 239 yards, one touchdown, no picks, no turnovers. Right? You know, I think the last time we talked, we mentioned the key for the 49ers, You know, it's like don't turn the football over. You know, just let that defense do their thing. Offense, you know, just do enough, right? And don't turn the football over. And that's what they did last night. Yeah, there, were, there was a call, you know, I think it was in the third quarter, late in the third quarter, something like that, where they had fourth and two, you know, from inside the five-yard line, and people were like, well, what, why didn't you go for it, you know? Kyle, well, what are you doing? He's like, well, because the defense is playing so well, you know? Like, let's go up eight points and let our defense do their thing, because if you go for it and you don't get it, you put a lot of pressure on that defense to, to just keep them from scoring, because if they go down the field and score a touchdown, now all of a sudden you're behind. So, to me, I thought it was a great play call from Kyle. It was really knowing what was happening in the game, getting a sense for, for how your team was playing, right? The offense was, was doing all right. You know, you had a couple of really big plays, a couple of plays over 20 yards that were fantastic. Jimmy Garoppolo doing just enough. He 
that overthrow could have easily been intercepted. Like he 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 did enough, right? Depot made made magic happen last night, and that was a lot of fun to watch. Um, and, and the team overall as a that's a good win. It's a great win. It's a needed win. You, all the teams right now in the NFC West all have two victories. You can't fall behind the the, the Rams like that. This isn't a very good Rams team. It, it, they did it all behind a makeshift offensive line, too, right? Trent Williams still not playing a left tackle. McKibbins was in there. He got hurt, so they had to go to more. Like, they were – Burford was just getting run through at right guard by Aaron Donald, so they had to make a switch there. Like, there was a lot of trouble, a lot of moments in this game where it felt like it could easily slip away from the 49ers. But to their credit, they, they didn't let it happen. You no, know, they, they persevered. They made the big plays when they needed to make the big plays. Tufango's interception return for a touchdown – Huge, huge. huge. Right? That was that was kind of the sealer, right? That was kind of like the boom. There it is, huge. And he even said it was funny afterwards. They, they interviewed him and they're like, uh, you know, I tell us about that interception. So I'm not gonna lie, like I, I jumped it. I, I, I kind of thought what was gonna happen. I jumped it and the ball just hit me in the face. Like, and I, and I made a play and I thought I was really scared that Matt Stafford was gonna catch me. You know? so <laughs> they actually clocked him and he came in at over 21 miles per hour running too. And that's kind of his wow. downfall coming out of college. Right. He ran a slow 40 time, and his game speed is clearly a lot faster than, than his, uh, you know, running uh, with nobody around you speed. Dufong is just a playmaker. A lot of fun to see. This defense just a lot of fun to watch, man, uh, up and down the line. It, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that, you know, and I've really been impressed with how the 49ers have built that defense over the last couple of years. Because remember, that was a, a concern, you know, uh, about three or four years ago when Shanahan kind of first took over, and, you know, they were still – Figuring themselves out, right? Defense was a concern, but they built that defense up. You know, getting guys like Fred Warner and, um, and Al Shire and, and, you know, those guys. Um, and they're just playmakers. Guys that, you know, just go out there and they just give it their all. You know, and they and they know the game of football. And, you know, they, I mean, and of course, Nick Bosa, <laughs> right? Um, just 14 pressures by himself in that game. I mean, just talk about how important he is for that defense. He's just a game changer. You know, you have to account for him. You know Stafford knows he's there every single play, and you can hear him getting closer, right? I mean, that's that's Bosa, man. He, he's, his engine never stops. And what's incredible, too, is he's doing this all w- without a lot of his key guys around him, too, right? Javon Gimla didn't play last night, who's the, the man in the middle that stuffs it up. And then Eric Armstead started the game, but then he was out shortly thereafter with that foot injury kind of recurring. So he, he's just a beast out there. And if you could actually get him out there with that, Fully healthy defensive line, man. It, it just just watch out. Drake Drake Jackson starting to look good too. Their second round pick. Like if they get healthy and they get right, it's already the best defense in the league. This could be a historic season for them. Yeah, and, and I just have to give you know give a lot of credit, you know, especially to um, second year DC D'Amico Ryan's of what you know after Robert Sala left to go to, into New York to be the head coach. And everybody's like, okay. You know who's going to lead this defense? You know, and, and they promoted Miko Ryan, who I believe was the linebackers coach before, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, promoted him defensive coordinator. He's done a great job since he took over um, that job. Just you know, I mean, it, it's amazing. You know, and the defense will always continue to be a staple of San Francisco and the offense. You know, Kyle Shanahan and and you know, just it's the San Francisco. You know, has really been a very interesting story. You know, and how they've come up. You know, uh, just. Even in the Super Bowl, just being short, but, you know, just always competitive um, every season, you know, so that was very interesting to see. So moving forward, man, you know, what can the 49ers take away from this game moving into um, 
to next week. Uh, you know, against I don't know who they play next week. Uh, Panthers. The Panthers, yeah, against Carolina with a uh, iffy offense. So what's the, you know, what do they need to take away from this matchup, the Rams? Yeah, I think the 49ers are in a great spot going forward, right? I mean, this this was one of those games where it was a get-right game, and they, they, they own the Rams in the regular season. That's seven straight wins yeah. over that squad, and that, that's just an impressive number up and down the line. And it, it all, you know, it, it has a lot to do with Kyle Shanahan and his play calling. And you mentioned Robert Sala leaving, and they lost Mike McDaniel last year to Miami yes. as offensive coordinator, and we're probably going to lose D'Amico Rides at the end of this season because he's going to go get that head coaching job. So that's the problem with success. Right, the problem with being around a genius who makes you better at your job is you move on, and then the team has to replace you. So that's something the 49ers are going to have to, you know, worry about the offseason. So you kind of focus on the positive right now, right? And that's just this defense is fantastic. Mika Ryan's fantastic. So you go, you play a Carolina squad that's struggling right now. Baker Mayfield looked like trash last week. Like he just looked so bad. Every time I tune in and watch that game, it's just like bad pass again. Bad pass again. Oh, hey, he completed the pass. The bad. Hey, oh, there he is again. They turned it up. Like, it just wasn't good to watch. They, they started getting Christian McCaffrey more involved in the offense and finding ways to get him the ball, which is their key, right? I mean, that, that's how they win football games. And they haven't done that a lot. And I, I don't think they're going to do it this weekend either against the 49ers. I think they just need to go in. It's like we talked about before. You know, Jimmy, don't make the big mistakes. Be smart. Run the ball with Jeff Wilson. Get that defense out there. Smack him in the mouth. Make some turnovers with the football game. It's that simple, right? <laughs> That's the formula. And, I mean, you know, a very simple formula, and one the 49ers are very capable of executing, and one that we've seen them execute, especially, again, against a very, very just, um, you know, weak Panthers offense. And, you know, and we they thought Baker was going to be the answer, you know, at quarterback, and now it's just been a bit of a train wreck, and, you know, Matt Rule's status is up in the air, you know, and, and the Panthers got a lot going on right now. You know, so this would be, I think, yeah, I think the 49ers are going to, are really going to get after them. And uh, after that, they play against the Atlanta Falcons as well. Um, so, you know, and uh, they actually got a win over the Browns uh, yesterday, you know, uh, Sunday. So, um, yeah, man, a lot of interesting football going around the league this year. It's been—I don't know if you know, man. It feels like it's been a little bit more even. Now it's like it's getting even each and every year. It's like the playing field is, is kind of leveling out a little bit. Yeah, that's that's one of those things that they want in the NFL, right? Parity. They want any team to be able to all of a sudden go out, win ten games, and make the playoffs. Like that's what keeps everybody's fan base interested. I mean, my so my brother is a diehard Lions fan. He's been one his entire life. He, uh, he was a Barry Sanders fan growing up, and so he actually got to meet Barry Sanders, and that's wow. the deal, the deal. Like, yeah, yeah. Plus, he, you know, me and my dad were Niner fans, and he just wanted to go against us, and so we're the opposite of red, and a lot of times it's blue. So that's why he went with them. Like, there was this whole thing when we were kids. But he stuck with them all this time, and every year he talks about it like, oh, they're going to be back. You just wait. Like, it's because of that parody, right? And, and the Lions are showing it right now. This offense is fantastic. They they're the number one scoring offense in the NFL. They sure and are. They just did. They just they just put up what thirty five points this weekend without uh, Swift and without Amara Ross St. Brown. Like this is an incredible what they're doing right now behind Dan Campbell in Detroit. It's, it's fun to watch them play football. They could tighten it up a little bit on defense right now. They win a few more games, but yeah. it, it's what you said. It's it's everywhere. It, it's everywhere you look. Any team could all of a sudden go on a three or four game win streak and then they're right back in it. So. That's what the NFL wants. They want to keep everybody interested. They want to keep all those markets 
happy and, and you know and tune it in week to week and, and they do it and and it's it, it that's what the salary cap does right that's why the salary cap's there it, it's there to make sure that not one team can all of a sudden build a dynasty and go out and out spend you know you look at baseball like what the yankees do versus what like the oakland a's do and there's like yeah. a 200 million dollar <laughs> right. ridiculous it, it, it's it's, it's yeah. stupid is what it is it, it does it doesn't make for for fun product on the field i'm actually going to an a's game tonight because I could get five rows up, you know, behind home plate for, for pennies on the dollar. So I'm going to go have some fun at a game tonight. I'm going to enjoy myself. But if that was, you know, if I was trying to go to a swap that's, you know, spending $150 million, I, I wouldn't be able to do this and take my kids to a game. So it, it's it's awesome. I, I love it. I love what the Falcons are doing right now, too. Uh, I'm a little concerned for them as, you know, as a fan of football for Patterson because he's been so good. And now he's hurt, right? So tell me a little bit about Al Jair. Like, I know he's a rookie. I know he got some good run in this last game. Like, is, is he the real deal? Um, well, yeah, man, you know, and what's interesting is in that game, the Falcons, okay, uh, Marcus Mariota, quarterback, you know, it's been a little bit of a rocky start for him. We already mentioned this before here in Atlanta. And he only completed seven passes on Sunday. He went 7-19. And, you know, after a, a very, very crucial interception, um, Arthur Smith went out and ran 14 straight runs. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, 14 straight runs, and, and they put in Caleb Huntley, guy who's an Atlanta native, um, you know, went to Locust Grove High School down here, you know, and he is a guy that has been working so hard. They call him up from the practice squad, and he gets the call, and he ends up with finishing, like, I believe, six rushes around 50 yards, just first down after first down. We're just getting down the field, running the football, just – that, that outside zone to the right, right, which we've seen so many times with uh, Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco, you know, like that. Just that running the ball, you know, getting behind those tackles and just getting in that hole and, you know, accelerating, right? And Tyler Algier had a, had a couple good runs as well, you know. So uh, he finished with uh, 80 yards rushing actually on the ground. So it, it was really good to see um, these young backs get in there and get involved. And I believe, you know, Patterson out being four weeks, you know, on injured reserve, they're going to have to step up, especially against a Tampa Bay defense that's really good, which didn't look too good against the Chiefs on Sunday night. But, um, you know, we can expect them to be on their A game on Sunday. So it'll be interesting to see how the Falcons attack that moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, I really like Drake London. I really like what they're doing over there in Atlanta. I just think that, yeah, the quarterback play is a, is a big question mark. I know it, it has a lot to do with all that dead cap money. I, I get it with, with Julio Jones and Matt Ryan. Like, but but I, I, uh, I, I like what they're doing. I like their draft picks. This is They've made some smart moves there uh, in the front office here with, with not a lot of room to play with, right? When you when you cut a guy like Matt Ryan, who's clearly done, we can, we can go talk about Indianapolis next and just what another dumpster fire that is right now. But it, it, it it seems like they got out at the right time. Julio, too, can't stay on the field the last couple of years. You know, that's kind of been his, his MO, unfortunately, for such a talented wide receiver, such a, you know, a, an amazing wide receiver. So they, they, they got out of there before, you know, it, it got too bad. And unfortunately for them, they had to eat a lot of those salaries. But I mean, it is what it is, right? They knew what they were doing. They, they knew what they did in the draft. I think they made some great moves. I, you know, I, I still, you know, I, I still like what they're doing. And, and if they can go out and, and put up a, the NFL any given Sunday yeah that's right any given Sunday man you know and it's you never know what's gonna happen you know I mean things can change from one week you know to the next from one year to the next I mean we saw how dominant the Rams were last year and now they're 
they're struggling this year, and you know, it's like I, I think Will Cedars might terminate that um, that sponsorship there with Matthew Stafford, <laughs> right after the, <laughs> no more pizza, pizza. Uh, but uh, you know, yeah, man. And uh, so on that note, man, what are some who are some teams that are or there's there's one really majorly that concerns you, you know, as we head into Week Five at this point in the season. You know what it reminds me a lot of is kind of how the Arizona Cardinals got started last year, right? When everything Kyler Murray did just worked. You know, it didn't matter if he was chugging it down the field, if he was running it, if he was handing it off. Like, everything just seemed to work out for them early in the season. But then we saw how their season ended, right? It just got really bad at the end. They lost a bunch of games, then just fizzled out. So you hope that that doesn't happen for the Eagles from, a, from an NFL fan standpoint because it, Jalen Hurts is exciting to watch, man. He's got a couple solid wide receivers. That run game's not too shabby. Like, the defense is playing well. They set them up for victory almost immediately last week with that, you know, that touchdown that they scored. So they obviously are a force to be reckoned with, and, and they haven't lost a football game only on the beat. The team's still rolling out there, and that's uh, that, that that is the team that you know right now I think is the team to beat in the NFL, not just in the NFC. Yeah, uh, the Eagles have are having a great season. You know, uh, a lot of people were skeptical about Nick Sirianni. Um, stepping in there for a guy like Peterson, who you know really was you know leading that culture there, won a Super Bowl a couple years ago. Uh, everybody's like, man, you know, is, is this guy gonna is he the right guy to be the head coach? And you know, they had a little bit. They, they made the playoffs in year one under him. You know, of course, Bucks. You're not gonna. But the, now this year they're four and zero. They're rolling. They made some good moves in the offseason in the draft. Picking up Jordan Davis. Um, you know, some other guys, and then. It, Trading for AJ Brown, right? You know, just adding t- to that firepower, um, and so yeah, the, the Eagles are the team to beat, I think, right now. And you know, in the opposite end, I believe you know another team that we thought was going to be like that, maybe get to that hot start, was the Indianapolis Colts, but they're doing just the opposite. They're struggling right now, man. Yeah, and then Jonathan Taylor now he's got the you know the, the injury. He might not even play on Thursday night. Like, there's a lot of stuff going wrong with the Colts right now, and so yeah, it's just. At this point, it's hard to see how they can fix it because, you know, Matt Ryan just isn't delivering the ball to his wide receivers. Like, he's just not getting them out there. And, and so they're stacking the box, and they're making sure that Jonathan Taylor doesn't beat them, and he's getting beat up. And that's not what you want. You know, when you got, you know, a guy who's one of the best running backs in the NFL, and he just can't even get started. He's getting hit as soon as he's touching the ball. He's running into his own lineman because the holes aren't opening up. And, yeah, it's just – it's really bad to see what's going on right now in Indianapolis if you are an Indianapolis fan. A little scary what's happened in Miami, too, with all the Tua stuff. They look like they could be a force to be reckoned with as well. And now uh, you don't like the, the concussion stuff. You don't like the, the head injury stuff, obviously. And that, that's, a, that's a bad thing for them. But, you know, that being said, you know, they, they still have a great offense, powerful. You know, Teddy Bridgewater, he can, he can get some stuff done. Doesn't have quite the deep arm that Tua had. But it, I think that – you know, they, they're a team that could also make some noise there. They're in the AFC. Kansas City showed again how great they are. We haven't even mentioned Buffalo, who might be the best team in, in, in the AFC. So there's been Baltimore. Like, there's a lot of teams out there. I like what Kenny Pickett did in Pittsburgh, too. I would be surprised to see them make a little run here uh, now that they've kind of made this, the changing of the guard with Trubisky being that announced as the number two today, and they are going to give Kenny Pickett kind of the, the show. They're going to they're gonna be like, God, we like what we did when you came out there. Keep it going. See if you Obviously, the loss to T.J. Watt sucks, you know, for them for the time being. But 
They didn't put him on, you know, and they didn't rule him out for the rest of the year. So if yeah. he can figure out a way to get back on the field, yeah, that's, that's a defense that can go out there and win that North. Yeah, um, the Steelers. Uh, yeah, that that's the thing that, was, that you know they've come and struggling offensively just to get some rhythm established over these the first couple of weeks of the season, and you know that's the main thing for them. And I feel like once they get that going, I mean they're yeah they can make a run. And with Kenny picking out at quarterback, you know it's just you add a little bit more dimension to that game, and so it'll be interesting to see how they uh, move forward with that offense. Hopefully they can get some things clicking, get George picking involved more. Uh, you know your draft picking, you know get. Of course, the ball to Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, these guys. And, of course, we all know about Najee Harris. So, yeah, the Steelers are another team you have to, to just keep a small little eye on, you know, as we move throughout the season here. And uh, I did want to get your thoughts on the uh, the Bills and that comeback win over the Ravens, man. I mean, like, dude, <laughs> they found a way to win. Don't you? I think the Ravens blew it. When they were tied 20-20 and they went for it, on like fourth and six or fourth and eight. It's like, just kick the field goal. Take the lead. What are you doing? Like this is a you're going up against the Bills team that puts up a lot of points that can win a lot of you know games and they didn't even have to go down and score a touchdown they they stopped short they started kneeling you know when they're inside the red zone because they knew that a field goal was going to win it for them so I think that they just sometimes John Harbaugh gets a little too confident with his offense and his quarterback and he gets a little too ahead of himself when it comes to stuff like that and sometimes it works out you know when you make a call like that you look like a genius and then you know when it doesn't work out everybody's going to second guess you and it didn't work out and, and they lost that football game and, and the bills are good you know josh allen he is just a, an amazing quarterback he right now he is the person if i had to pick one guy to watch in the nfl i would watch josh allen because it doesn't matter if he's throwing the ball he's running the ball like it's exciting you you just you can't take your eyes off of him right he's like nick bosa on defense like, yeah I want to watch Nick Bosa. What's he going to do? Is he going to get a he, Your eyes just draw to him. And it's because they're just, they're moving at a different speed. They're doing stuff that other people aren't doing. And it's exciting and it's fun to watch. And, and Josh Allen, I mean, if he if he can really, you know, keep this going throughout the year, they're, they're going to be a next unbeatable. Yeah, they're going to lose some football games because the ball's all long and it bounces everywhere in that parody thing we talked about. You know, it, it just it happens in football. But they, they are solid. That was great comeback win for them. They looked out of it early on, didn't they? I mean, they just looked like Baltimore was smacking them in the mouth and kind of taking them out of what they wanted to do on offense. And and then I just think that that, that fourth down, when they didn't convert it, that was, that was just, it was too big for them to overcome. And the Bills just made the most of it. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it was an interception by Jordan Poyer. And at that point, it was ball game. And, um, you know, <laughs> I remember seeing Marcus Peters was very upset. Uh, with John Harbaugh on the sideline there, but uh, and, and after the game, Harbaugh said, you know, he just like you said, he thought uh, yeah. taking the three wasn't the way to go. He's like, I, you know, because they if we take the three and they get down the score, and you know, and he's just like the field score. I mean, we we couldn't stop them all game from driving down the field, so I mean, I don't think we could stop them again. So that's why he decided to go for it. it. Just didn't work, you know. And so you take that take with that what you want, uh, but just the Bills proving uh, yet again that they just will never stop, and they will always continue to keep pressing forward and winning football games because they're so they're good, man. They're really good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, as you said, it, they're just a really good football team. Another team you should keep an eye on too. That you know had a, had a tough start to the season, could have won a few more games, looked really good this weekend. Are the Raiders? I think really once you know uh, they they really figure out what's going on there on offense. They gave the ball a bunch to Josh Jacobs. He looked good. Derek Carr was making some plays with his feet. He actually figured out how to get the ball to Devontae Adams, which is something he's going to need to do more and more 
get this team to go to take that next step forward. But this is another one of those similar to the Steelers, right? This is like a long term thing. Like, yeah, they, they haven't been great so far in the first, you know, under a quarter of the season, but that that's a team that can really get things going. And and, and I wouldn't be surprised to see them go on a little run here, put together some wins. Chargers got a big win too. That was that was necessary for them, and that's a tough division. That's that's had some speed bumps they've had to overcome here early, and you know it, it's been interesting to see how many losses have already happened in that division. So, man, football's great. It is awesome. You know, we love it. Uh, here we love covering, we love watching, we love talking about it. It's awesome, and you know, just seeing the teams that you know you, you don't know, like who's you know who's going to be this. Everybody kept you know asking this year is like who's going to be the Bengals of twenty twenty two, right? Who's going to be that that Cinderella team that's just sneak in there and make the Super Bowl, right? You know, and it's just right now, you know, of course, it's really it's week four. We're just in a week, ending week four and going to week five, so very early to tell. But I mean. You know, who knows what's going to happen, man. It's, it's, it's awesome. That's what we love about the NFL, you know. So, um, I'm, I'm wild bit, is that we, we know yeah. so much right now, right? In week four and next week in week five, we're it's going like, to you know. Yeah, we, right. <laughs> <laughs> it just changes from week to week. So I don't know anything anymore. I just don't know anything uh, anymore. Yeah. So, uh, but, yeah, man, it's going to be a very interesting rest of the season, you know, and you, you hate to see these injuries happen to these these key players, you know, so we, we wish the best for them to get better. Um, but, you know, hopefully everybody else can stay healthy and, uh, yeah, good. So good luck to your 49ers, man, this week. And, uh, you know, we want to get the best version of them when we play against them after this game against Tampa. So I know that would be interesting. But, um, yeah, any last thoughts before we go off the podcast here, Nick? Yeah, just, uh, you know, watching right like i said we don't we don't know we don't know what happens from week to week right you look at all these experts that go out there and try to predict as many wins as they possibly can and they don't even get half of them so it's a lot of fun it's great i love that we have another four games uh this weekend with those london games i set my alarm it's it's much earlier over here on the west coast i gotta get up at 6 30 to watch those games but i do it because man football is life right yes it is it's, it's life <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man. But thanks, Nick, for again for joining us here on the podcast. As always, we love having you on. We love your energy and your enthusiasm. Uh, you know, here on Jay's Fifth Down. And uh, again, good luck to San Francisco, your team, and uh, hopefully they can get the win there. And um, yeah, make sure you guys check out Locked On Forty Niners there. And uh, you know, of course, check us out here on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Um, you know, this has been Jay and Gay again, host your host and Nick Winkler. Um, just wishing you a great rest of your week and uh, hey, more football coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. <laughs> but thanks again, Nick. You bet. My pleasure, Jake. Keep up the good work. Of course.